This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. It is Tuesday evening. The Orlando Magic were off yesterday. No practice at Amway Center yesterday. Back at it here today in preparation of their contest tomorrow against the Philadelphia 76ers, and we encourage you. There are a few tickets left. OrlandoMagic.com is how you get them. We're going to be starting our pregame show here on the radio tomorrow at 6.30 on 104.5 The Beat, so we encourage you to tune into that. That's 104.5 The Beat. All season long, if the Magic game is not right here on 96.9, it will be on 104.5 The Beat. So uh, that is our lineup, and we look forward to that here tomorrow, 6.30 on Fox Sports Florida as well. Philadelphia is home tonight for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sixers are 6-3 on the season. They won their last game before losing three straight. Before that, we know about the fight with Joel Embiid. Uh, all of that happening. Uh, ben Simmons, we do not know. We expect he, he there's a chance he could play here tonight against Cleveland. Uh, it's a back-to-back, so with the sprained right shoulder, I'd be doubtful if he plays both. So maybe he sits tonight and plays tomorrow, which is best for Magic fans or best for me. He sits tomorrow, plays tonight, <laughs> because we want as few people in that lineup as possible. But anyway, we want to beat them at their best, no question. OrlandoMagic.com is where you get your tickets for that one. And as you may have heard, our producer is Jake Chapman. And Jake, uh, people may be aware, there's a little bit of fanfare going into this game here tomorrow. It is the first contest in the regular season. Now, this already happened in the preseason. But the first official regular season matchup for Markel Fultz against his former team. Of course, the first uh, overall pick in 2017. Spent his first two seasons in Philadelphia. Only played 33 games. He played, what, 14 the first season and uh, 19 the second season. Now, he's played the first 10 games already to this point, which is great. He seems to be healthy. He's played in a couple of back-to-backs already this year for the Magic. And uh, he's going up against his former team. And I, and I would think, regardless of everything, Jake, obviously there's going to be some excitement there going against your former team. But uh, everything that we know about him is, is such a good kid, a good guy. And, and first and foremost, before we get into all of that, uh, just good to see him out there again, is it not? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's At the beginning of the season, during the preseason, and during training camp, we just started checking those boxes, right? Just getting him back on the floor. Right, right. Um, you know, getting him in, in practice, back-to-backs, having a good game, having a bad game. And now it just feels like, it, it, it doesn't feel like any of that happened. It, it just feels right. like it's so far in the past. Yes. Um, and literally, we're talking about 10 regular season games in. But I'm sure this will be another one of those boxes to check. Look, we saw the Sixers in the preseason, so he's already sort of at least gone through those emotions um but and and i think he probably had an emotional night on sunday with tj mcconnell across from him josh robbins wrote a great great story about about what that meant to him but at this point right now it feels like this is just one more of those boxes and it probably isn't that huge a deal right i mean i think i think maybe going into that building in philadelphia might be might be another sort of uh emotional thing for him but he's just going out there playing basketball and that's what's so great about it now people are rooting for this guy and i I think you did a great job with kyle newbeck uh, from the philly voice on magic weekly which we encourage you to go to uh, itunes you can follow all of our audio all of our podcasts uh if you go if you search the orlando magic radio network uh right there in itunes google play or wherever um and we're changing that umbrella we've got so many podcasts we're now kind of switching over into the magic audio network which we're excited about that more details 
to come. But, I, I, you know, his impression, as the impression is we get from everybody, is that they're rooting for this kid. And, you know, it's interesting you mentioned Philadelphia. He doesn't go there till April 5th. Right. So Markel Fultz now, compared to April 5th, is going to be completely different. And I would hope still when we go there, everybody's rooting for him. But, I, I you know, in a minute or so, I want to lay down what this guy has been through in a couple, uh, in two seasons in the NBA. But I think... You know, yes, he got the emotions out of the way. It was good to see T.J. McConnell, who he considers a brother. Uh, good to see him uh, on Sunday against the Indiana Pacers. Now he's going to play an actual basketball game against his former team, and, and he'll be a little bit amped up. But the, the feeling we get from everyone out of Philadelphia is that they wanted it to work there. He was a good kid. Everybody was rooting for him. They didn't quite understand. I, I think now we look back, we have two years of hindsight, and I think they, they just didn't quite understand what he was dealing with, yep. and we now know. All the uh, you know all the pain he was dealing with and, and everything that he was going through, but I think they certainly wish him wish him nothing but the best. Yeah, anybody I talked to Kyle Newbeck and he said, look, everybody who was on the beat, everybody who covered Markel is rooting for him. He said right. a majority of Philly fans are kind of rooting for him from afar. Like nobody really holds it against him sure. that he wasn't able to live up to those expectations. And obviously, I think we gained some clarity when we got the um, the diagnosis with the shoulder. But with that said, it's like the, the way he described it was being the number one pick, seeing what Jason Tatum did in the playoffs two years ago, the trade and, and, and all of that weighing in, and then you add in that it's Philadelphia. And as we know, right. Philadelphia is a very loud and passionate yes. sports town. He said, yeah, it just wasn't going to work. Eventually, it, I mean, everybody came to the conclusion that he needed a change of scenery, and that's what happened. Yeah, no, it certainly was. And it looked like Brett Brown, I remember that press conference at the end of last year, and, and he just, you know, he, he just wishes him the best, and he hopes it works for him. And, and he seems to be fine now, Jake, in our interaction our limited interaction in just a couple of weeks, training camp, preseason, everything we've gone through, I have thoroughly enjoyed every interaction with this guy. He's been very pleasant to the media. He's been great. Uh, you see him on the bus, on the plane, in hotels. I mean, he's been very gracious, every interaction that I've had with him. And you can see he's, he's kind of a magnetic personality. He gets along great in the locker room. Guys joke with him. He gives it back. I mean, he's every bit just a 21-year-old trying to figure out what his future holds in this game. Yeah, and I, I don't think we should understate that because you wouldn't blame Markel Fultz if he was a little leery of the media or a little leery of fans. Correct. I mean, he's got a lot of reasons to, not, not, to, right. not, to, to not trust people. And with us, like you said, the limited I don't trust us at all. Exactly. I mean, some of us are the worst. <laughs> I don't trust us at all. <laughs> um, I, I, I think you could understand that and if he, if he came down with a bit of a shell and if he was guarded because there was so much noise um, around him and any first round pick or you know uh, first overall pick is going to have that but that he's been absolutely the opposite of that right um, and it's been good to see now what does it hold what's what what is his future going to be what kind of player is he going to be is he eventually going to get to that number one overall pick status we hope so and, and he certainly uh, we we hope is on that path right now but is it going to happen this year is it going to happen in December is it going to happen uh, in April is it going to be a year or two down the road we don't know we don't know what the timeline holds or or the timetable but I think the important thing was his health uh, in, in everything that went through this summer and this organization taking great steps to make sure he had everything he needed and they did support him and they did get everything behind him and, and now he's out here playing basketball games and that's the most important thing and he's having an impact I mean he's now starting he's played 10 games He started five. He's almost 10 points a game, two rebounds, three assists, 47% from the floor. The three-point shot's not there yet, just four of 22 from distance, but uh, he looks good. And you can already see on the floor, he's a guy that has the ability to get wherever he wants in the paint. He can get a shot off at almost any time, and he's trying to learn when to shoot, when to feed my teammates, 
you know, this, yeah, we talk about continuity and this and that, and, and all these guys all know each other. It's easier for all these guys to learn Markel. He's got to learn 15 new players right. here, and I, I think that's going to take some time until we ultimately, Markel Fultz right now is not the Markel Fultz we're going to see in April. Yeah, especially as a point guard. I mean, getting adjusted to teammates and being expected, especially, what, five games in, you're inserted yeah. into the starting lineup. Correct. Um, you're expected to, to have everybody in the right spot, and that is a, a little bit bigger of a job than, um, you know, sliding in at another position. And the other thing with the jumper is he just needs to pull. Like, he just, just having the ability and the willingness to, to let that thing fly, yes. that keeps defenses a little bit honest. Even if true. the percentages aren't what you want, um, if everybody knows you're not even going to shoot, then they can really pack the paint on you. That's true. And that, that affects the rest of the offense, and he needs to at least let that fly. So let's give a little perspective kind of into what this guy has been through his first two years in the NBA. 2017 18, uh, he played the first four games. Then he missed the next 68 games with what they deemed a sore right shoulder. So he was out from October 20. 25th to March 24th. He played the final 10 games and then the first three playoff games, but that last game of the regular season is when he had that triple-double. 13 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. Youngest player ever to to have a triple-double. So he does have that to his credit. So he, again, he's a rookie. He's the first overall pick. He plays four games and then he's got to shut it down. He just knows that something's bothering him and just unable to kind of really find out what it is. And he knows he's in pain, but uh, just into uh, his credit, trying to play through it, and then feels like he's rehabbed and he's back, and then plays those final ten games of the season. And then last year, he plays the first nineteen games. He had fifteen starts, and then he misses the final sixty-three games of the season. You know, and I think thirty-five of them were with Philly, twenty-seven with Orlando. Uh, after he gets the trade there in, in early February, so you know he, he's he's played stretches of games, and then now we know it's thoracic outlet syndrome, and now we know there's a lot that goes into that. It doesn't necessarily show up on X-rays or CAT scans, and and he was in a tremendous amount of pain. And, and I think first and foremost, Jake, to me, at least watching, he looks to be pain-free. And I've watched him take screens. I, I've watched him, you know, run into some hard screens. I've watched him dive for loose balls. I've watched him soar for a dunk or a big rebound. I've seen him get hit a number of times. I have not yet to see him wince, and I've not yet to see him in pain. And I think if you're a Magic fan, you know, let's understand that that's the first priority, and that seems to be on a good path. Yeah, and I think if you go back, I mean, you remember the way he described exactly what it was it's like wearing a tight suit and and at times you'll go up to yeah. shoot the ball and you just you just it's pulling you down you don't it just have feels the like there's something exactly there's something um just limiting you so go back to that Cavs game the season opener when he breaks away and he just rises up and yes. smashes it and that to me it felt like kind of a a, a cathartic moment right you like that it's a good I like that's, that that's word. A nice word right I like that I think that sort of got him over the hump like I'm back and this is I'm going to stop thinking about it because I do think that at some point it starts to creep in where you don't know, like, as you go up to shoot a jumper, you don't know if you're going to feel pain. You don't know if you're going to be able to get your shoulder up that high. At some point, it's just, you know, you can't play basketball with – with second thoughts and with doubts in your mind. And at some point, he got over that hump, and now yes, it's just hooping. That's the thing. Now we're past that, yep. and it, it certainly seems to be past that. Now we're just working on the game. So now you're saying 33 games in two years, I haven't been able to play. So now i got to knock some of the rust off. And you hear everybody saying, Steve Clifford, front office, everything, you see that rust getting knocked off game by game. He's going to look great in some games. He's going to have great moments at times. He's not going to look good at times. Sure. That's just the reality of it as he tries to work his way through this. But Overall, they're they're making this commitment long-term that he's the starting point guard right now, and having him out there is going to help set up and facilitate for for these those other four guys out there with him. He's closed games a couple of times, but I think these are all these are all things that he's you know now once we're now we're past the injury part of it, hopefully for good. And you know we're just working on Markel Fultz, the player, and you can see him 
getting more and more comfortable as he's kind of picking and choosing his spots on where he's going to score, where he's going to contribute. And I think one thing that jumps out to me right away is his defense. I I think his defense with those long arms, he's gotten deflections. He's over two and a half steals a game as a starter, which I I think is great. We should have won the game because of his two steals in the last minute in Dallas. He got a couple of steals, but unfortunately it didn't go our way there. So you're seeing a guy that's able to make plays. The turnover's got to come down. He's got to eventually knock down shots, but he will. And that's something he'll continue to work on. Yeah, I would think so. And, you know, we talk about being familiar with his teammates and, and sort of playing with this system, right? Yeah. Well, exactly. And and to me, like what I want to see is I can't wait to see him out in the open floor. And I, right. I think we've seen sort of flashes of that. But, I mean, he, when you talk about him getting to the spots that he wants, yeah. he uses that hezzy dribble so well. And he's so, he's just so like, it looks effortless. Like he just gets where he wants to get without, you know, without pressing. And it, it just see, feels like guys struggle to stay in front of him, start breaking defenses down, start knowing where your teammates are going to be if you do that inside-out basketball. Um, and I think he's going to take off, especially the assist numbers. That's what I want to see. Yeah, you're right. Let's see that get up there uh, again. That's a thing now, isn't it? Everyone calls it the hezzy dribble. Used to be the hesitation dribble, but that is a thing now, isn't yes, it? I no, see you sh- yeah, you shortened it. <laughs> It's what, it's what kids do. We don't have time to say the whole word. I got it. I got it. Good to know. Good to know. I, I just said we. I'm not a kid. Yeah, well, you are. You're kind of You're kind of a kid. We're just getting started here on Magic Drive Time. Me and this kid, Jake Chapman. Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey that's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic Team Shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. More discussion on the Magic in the Sixers. Terrence Ross, a full participant again today in practice. That's a good thing. I love what I saw on Sunday from T. Ross. Let's get him back into his form, and uh, we'll do all of that when we return here on Magic Drive Time, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Pack the Amway Center and cheer for magic above all as the Orlando Magic battle the Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday, November 13th. See the team take on Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the rest of the Sixers during one of the biggest games of the season. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Another rebound, Orlando. That's Isaac. He'll take one step to the top and pack it down. Buy your tickets today at orlandomagic.com to see the Magic play the Sixers Wednesday, November 13th. It's big games above all. Aaron Gordon takes a handoff, comes down to baseline, got to the top and rammed it home. Back-to-back dunks, Orlando. This is a three-point game. Hi, this is Orlando Magic head coach Steve Clifford. Since day one, the Orlando Magic have trusted the professionals at Jewett Orthopedic Clinic to keep us in the game. We not only think they are the best orthopedic group in Orlando, we think they are the best throughout the NBA. So go where the pros go and get back in the game with Jewett Orthopedic Clinic. Jewett Orthopedic Clinic, the official team physicians for your Orlando Magic. Hey Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. 
Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 70168, equal housing. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you gotta do what you gotta do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you wanna do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the do. Hey, Magic fans. When the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right. Celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only. Not valid with any other discounts. Delivery fee and taxes extra and not subject to discount offer. This is Nikola Vucevic of the Orlando Magic. Stuck in traffic? Then keep your dial on Magic Drive Time with Dante Marchitelli. I appreciate it, Vooch. The Orlando Magic back at it tomorrow against the Philadelphia 76ers. OrlandoMagic.com is where you can get your tickets. And then you can pack the Amway Center and see the Magic take on the Los Angeles Lakers on Wednesday, December 11th. Don't miss a moment of the action when the team takes on LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the rest of the crew. OrlandoMagic.com is where you can get your tickets for that one as well. So some terrific games coming up. The Magic will play game three of a five-game homestand. And regardless of opponent, Jake, you have to protect your home floor. We discussed it yesterday. We broke it down. We were very frustrated with the performance on Sunday against the Indiana Pacers. That being said, if there's one thing I'll give this team the most credit for is they have had short-term memory for the last couple of years, and in in no way has one loss, they have they allowed that to roll into the next game. So I expect a completely different mindset tomorrow when they go against Philadelphia. Yeah, you got to be that way in this league, obviously, but 
with that said, I think it's I think that's part Steve Clifford. Like I, I don't think yeah. Steve Clifford allows his team to dwell on stuff like that. Um, look, you, you played a not great game against Oklahoma City. You came back the very next night in the the tougher part of the back to back last week, right. and you played a really good game against sure. Dallas. Just couldn't close it out down the stretch. But this is a team that you know it's still a very young team. Uh, a majority of of your principals. If you talk about Isaac and even Aaron Gordon, um, you know Vooch and Fournier are are ba- and, and T Ross are basically the veterans that you have there. So you have to sort of uh, adjust your mindset to to the rigors of an NBA season and. There's going to be bad losses. There's going to be, you know, there's going to be halves like Sunday night where you give up 58 points and you go, that's not, that's not right, our that's team. That's not who we are, right? Yeah, who the heck was that? Um, and you got to bounce back. You got to go back to to what your identity is. And I think, look, if the Philadelphia 76ers are going to get your attention, right? I mean, I think we'll see. That's it. <laughs> and you don't worry about getting up for a game like that. Exactly. And so I think we'll see a, a, a good outing for sure. And it doesn't hurt that they're. Uh, they're on a back-to-back as well. No, it doesn't hurt. Maybe you can take advantage of that again. We the don't Cavs know the... aren't bad right now. They're no, playing that, good basketball. That's the thing. They're four and five going into this one. I don't know what's going one. on in Cleveland. Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson are playing out of their mind. They're, those are two guys that are going to be on different rosters at the end of the year. Kevin Love, you thought that was you know inconceivable because of that contract, but he's playing so well. I think someone's going to take a chance on these well, two. Well, people in Cleveland are talking about an extension for Tristan. They're, they're, they're saying, let's keep this guy wow. around. What a good month can do for Strange. Him. What a good it's month. His numbers are comparable to Jokic. Oh, he's now, been now, outstanding. He's been outstanding, certainly. So we'll see. So maybe they can go there and beat up Philly. Rich Adubato would always prefer the team wins the night before, so he'd be in favor of them winning tonight against Cleveland at home and then coming here feeling fat and happy about the win and maybe let down a little bit tomorrow. Yeah, but Richie's also very comfortable with Ben Simmons not playing tomorrow, not playing tonight. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> he is. He's yes, not he one is. of those guys beat him at full strength. He's like, yes, no. Get, we'll take get, all get the advantages we can guys. get. Yeah, we'll take all ben the advantages. Ben Simmons, by the way, is that his shooting shoulder? It's a tough question because you don't know what hand the guy's supposed to shoot with. don't know, and I would hate to be three years into it and people not know if I was righty or lefty. It's confusing. But, but you're right. Yeah, no, you don't know. Tristan and, and Ben. What it's, we know is it's the right shoulder. It's the right shoulder. Yeah. But he's equal. what you're saying is he's equally effective with both. Yes, that's that, exactly that, what I'm that, saying. That, Correct. That's where you're going. I with. love Ben Simmons. He's amazing. Oh, my he gosh. Just can't shoot. The fact that he can do what he can do without the ability of shooting right, the basketball right. is just is just absolutely stunning. And then you have Terrence Ross. He was a full participant again today in practice. Didn't think he'd have a setback, but it was good to see. And Jake, I think think it's very important to point out that maybe he was going through a little something. Maybe he had a little pain in that knee. Maybe he didn't seem like himself. He did seem to be still getting the same elevation, but he's a guy that needs that elevation. He needs that lift. He, a lot of times last year, he shot over people. Right. We didn't see that a ton the last couple of games last week or so. Uh, maybe that's back, and that obviously is a good thing for this team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the guy. He's basically the third part of your, um, your kind of offensive trio there, the base of your offense. And so certainly with that second group, you got to get him rolling, but positive signs absolutely in the first half on Sunday. Um, he looked like the human torch again. Yes, he did. And so and there's yeah. a different electricity in the building when he touches the basketball. After he knocks down a couple of shots, fans are into it. And yeah, you, you absolutely. can feel it. You it's like a groundswell. It. And. <laughs> He's one of these guys, he's a rhythm shooter. He's going to have games where, you know, he just lights the building on fire. And then he's going to have a couple off games. But I do think, you know, the couple, what do we see, five or six in a row where he just didn't seem like it was him, I do think um, that knee was definitely bugging him. Because, like you said, I think so. it's always shooting. I mean, he shoots contested threes, and he's usually pretty darn good at them. And you weren't seeing that lift, I think, early in the season. Well, it it looks like it's back there now, and, and hopefully that will continue. And Philadelphia had a rough stretch. They lost three consecutive games. One was on a buzzer beater by Yoke. 
Jokic, an unbelievable uh, shot that he hit uh, a couple of days ago. But it's kind of interesting what they're doing. I mean, they're starting Raul Neto as their point guard. Right. At least they did against the Denver Nuggets, uh, just trying to fill in the gaps until Ben Simmons gets back. He's, you know, their 6'10 starting point guard. But you've got him be, just think about the size. You've got Al Horford now. It's our first look at him as a Philadelphia 76ers. He's had a couple of rough games in a row, but he's been very good against the Magic. And Josh Richardson has been off to a slow start. Tobias has been Tobias. Joel Embiid has been himself. And you're playing without Simmons, and you just haven't clicked yet if you're Philadelphia, and you're still 6-3. and three, And you didn't have Embiid for a couple of games. You haven't had Simmons for a couple of games. I think when they get right, and if they're able to stay healthy and on the floor for the rest of the rest of the season, obviously they're going to be up there with, with Boston and Milwaukee for, I, I, I think, they're the most talented team in the Eastern Conference. I agree. I think you could make an argument that when they're right and healthy, they're the best starting five in the entire league. Yeah, you could make that. Yep. Um, they were my pick before the season to come out of the Eastern Conference. I think it's probably, you know, you talk about continuity and, and getting adjusted to new guys. I think there's probably a little of that going on as well. Um, and the injuries have hurt him so far. And look, with Joel Embiid, Injuries are always going to be a concern, and, and obviously he's been healthy, but over the course of the season, they better watch him. I mean, you know, they just better make sure he's not overextending himself early in the season because right. obviously they plan on playing deep into June. Now listen, we, we know uh, Joel Embiid is fiery. Who's going to get after it uh, for this Orlando Magic team? Who's going to get a little chippy and get back into it with Joel Embiid? For me, I th- it's a guy we're thinking about, former uh, Rookie of the Year in Michael Carter-Williams for the – for the Philadelphia 76ers, what, 2014, I, I think I think we're going to see a little fire out of MCW, and I think we're going to see him and Joel Embiid jawing at each other a little bit tomorrow. Yeah, we're talking all this about Markel Fultz. How about MCW's revenge <laughs> right. game? It's, it's right. seven years later, but right. uh, sure, I'm sure, sure he still has some venom in there. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It, Embiid is one of those guys, if he's on your team, I'm sure you love him, but other people love to hate him. And I, I just can't wait for somebody to, you know, just... Do something to him. I mean, not anything physical, but sure, you know, sure. smash one in his face and, and give him a good, like Sean Kemp, like point at him as he falls to the ground. I, yeah, I want something to embarrass Joel Embiid uh, even more so than the Raptors did last year in That's the a big guy. Would you fight him if you were in the NBA? We mm. saw that fight last week. Would you have taken part in that? I, I, I No. <laughs> I don't think so. Smart man. That'll do it for Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman back at it tomorrow as the Magic hosts the Philadelphia 76ers. It should be a good one. It'll be 6.30 on 104.5 The Beat and 6.30 on Fox Sports Florida. Our Magic never compromise on the court. And Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Be there live when the Orlando Magic take on the Houston Rockets on Friday, December 13th at Amway Center. Come see Magic above all as DJ Augustine, Jonathan Isaac, and the team battle James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and the rest of the Rockets. It's your one shot to see them in O-Town. Buy your tickets now at orlandomagic.com to see the Magic play the Rockets Friday, December 13th. You won't want to miss this big game.